Okay, so we're starting. We're up uh, four, five lines on the bottom of Ayin Vav on the base. Start with Dafan Zayin. And the Gemara now is going to discuss, we brought a Pasuk in Daniel as one, one of the ways we know that Sicha and Rechitza, right, the Sachle Sachti. So that's going to be one of the ways we know that, uh, that Sicha is one of the ways we know that, that Sicha is considered an Inui, that on Yom Kippur would be Aser. Um, and let's see, a second reason, but so we're going to go into, if we looked in that Pasuk, it said, and sorry, no, that was on the Kasha. It said, so now we're going to discuss what is this vani basi b'tverecha. So, what is uh, what's going on? So, Rashi explains that vani basi b'tverecha is um, that Gabriel is saying. We'll see that we'll see this in the Misa ahead here. That Gabriel is saying, I was able to come back. That I was able to go back. In uh, back on that side of the pargud to be with all the other uh, sarim because of you, Daniel, because I invoked your your name, Daniel. So what's the story? What's going on? So we have uh, we bring this with the nevuah of Yecheskel that Yecheskel saw a vision. There were seventy zikenim ben shafon that this person, Yaznia ben Shafan, was in the middle. Each one of the 70 Zakanim had a machta of Keteris. The Eser Onan HaKeteris Eila. And the column of smoke went up from this Keteris. Okay? And what happens? This was an Avera that they were being machta Keteris will see by the Zara. So now, Vayishlach Tabnis Yad. And Yecheskel is, is saying that a, a form of a hand came. A hand came and Rashi, and it took me with, with the, the, my hair locks. And this wind, it, it, well, lifted me up. And this wind, like the hand, well, like the hand grabbed him and then the wind lifted him up. And Cheskel uh, saying in this vision that he was transported <coughs> to Yerushalayim. Maris alakim al pesach shar pnimis apoynet zefoyna. That um, uh, in two he went to the shar pnimis to the inner gate. Apoynet zefoyna asher sham moisav semel hakina hamakana. What was what did he find that was there? He found in the by the shar pnimis he found a a moisav semel which is avodazara. That was placed there. And Yecheskel is saying that the hand, this this Tam Nisiyad that he saw, it brought him to the Chatzar Beis Hashem, the inner Chatzar Beis Hashem. Vehine Pesach Hechel Hashem, Vehine Pesach Hechel Hashem, Ulam And at the entrance of the Hechel, in between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, he saw ke'esrim ve'chamishes ish twenty five people twenty five men achareim el hechal Hashem 
their backs were turned to the Heichal, Ufneim Kedma, and their, their faces were, were to the east. Behema, right, we know that the west, right, it goes east to west, so if their backs were, were facing to the west, then their faces were, of course, facing to the east. So, um, exactly, yeah, their backs were to the Heichal Kedoshim. Behema, Mishtachlim, Kedma, Lashemish. They were bowing eastwards towards the sun, the sun that was rising. So the Gemara asks, why do you have to say that their Achareim was Hechel Hashem and Pneim Kedma, that their backs were to the Hechel and their, and their faces were towards the east? We know that. If it said that their faces were east, so why do I have to bother saying that their backs were to the Hechel Hashem? So right, if I know that their, face is, their, their face is heading towards east, then their backs must be heading towards west. So El it's coming to tell us something specific. Malamed shahayu poyrin atzman that they would ex- they expose themselves reason klape mata. Now this was the avodah of bal paar, right? Which we just this week's parsha we just had yesterday. Okay, amalek kadosh baruch hu michal. So what happens? Kadosh baruch hu michal michal sarcha umascha. Okay, that. Um, he said, Michal said that, the, uh, he, he said to Michal that your nation, Michal has certain properties where they, they, they're responsible for, for uh, uh, either it was the Sarah of the Yidin or, or that, he, that it was their job to protect the Yidin, the Michal's, Michal's job, Michal's. So he said, Michal, Sarcha, Yumascha, that your nation, right, has, has, uh, has, has done Naveris, that they're, they're doing Avay Dezara, Samar Lafan of Rabbanu Shalaylam, Dayel Tayvim Shemahem. So he said, Michal then stood up to try to say, well, what about the Taivim Shemahem? Right? So Hashem Baruch wanted to destroy Yerushalayim. And he said, what about the Taivim Shemahem? I will destroy not only, um, not only these 25 people, but the Taivim Shemahem, the whole city. So he told, so what happened? So the punishment to get affected, to, he wanted to destroy the city with fire, burning the city. And uh, who is the Ish Lavash Love uh, that is that is Gabriel. Gabriel was Sarah H. We saw this. Uh, we had this in the Gemara in in Pesachim. Byemer by El Binois Legalgal Al Tachas Lekrov. Okay, so these are the Galgal and the Krov are things that are part of the Merkava. So part of the the Kisei. So we don't exactly know exactly what they are, but he was saying he was telling him to go to wherever this area was in, on the on, on the Merkava. So he said, go in between the gagal, al tachas under the krov. and fill your hands with coals, from in between the kruvim, and uh, you'll throw these coals on the city, and that will destroy Yerushalayim. and Yecheskel says, this came to my, uh, you know, that, that's what I saw. Okay, now what happened? So, so actually, instead of Gavriel going ahead and taking the coals himself, he sent the Kruv to bring him the coals. And he took the, the Kruv from part of the Merkava, went ahead and L-I-H. So he went and put his hand uh, in between. Okay, Asher Binois HaKruvim, Vayisa and the Kruv himself lifted up the coals, and he put it into the, into the uh, palms or into the hands of Lavosh Habadim. So instead of, uh, Kadosh Baruch told Gabriel to go ahead and take the coals 
and spread it and destroy the city. Instead, he told, he, Gabriel instructed the Kruv to retrieve the coals for him and deposit them into his hands. So Vayikach, Vayetze, and Gabriel took the coals and he went and he uh, went ahead and, and he, th- he threw them on the city. So Amar Rabchana Barbizna, Amar Rabshimin Chasida, El Molol, and it's Tananu Gecholim, the Yadoy Shal Kruv, the Yadoy Shal Gabriel. Had Gabriel not <coughs> had the Kruv bring him, right, it's like a klishishi on job, it's that extra switchover on the hands cooled down the coals a little bit. So had, had he not done that, Lo Nishtaru Bisanim Shal Yisrael, Sri to Polit. I mean, nothing left of Kal Yisrael. Uchsev. And it says, Vihine Ha'ish Lavash Habadim, Gabriel, Asher, um, Hakeses b'Mosnav. Okay, he had some sort of sack tied to him, some sort of thing, uh, you know, bag for carrying things. Meshudavar Lamar. So he responded, saying, so as he came back from his, his he was sent off to uh, spread the coals on the city to destroy the city, and he came back saying, Sivisani. He came back and reported back that he did what he was commanded to do. So now, because of this, Gabriel was kicked out from Acharya Pargad, okay, from the inner chamber, from the inner chamber, and they gave him malchus shitin pulsi denuras with sixty rods of fire. Why? So they said to said to So if you're not going to carry the carry out the shlichus of a kadosh don't. So then, that's one thing. Don't carry it out. But Yavadta, But if you're going to carry it out, am I loyavadta kid Why didn't you do it as you were supposed to? Meaning, why did you uh, instruct the krov to intervene and ret- and retrieve the coals for you? Why don't you go ahead and take the coals on your own like you were supposed to? Ba'oid. and furthermore, right? Those are, these are the two issues that they had with with Gabriel. Ba'oid. Second issue is davadta. Once you went ahead and you destroyed the city, Leslach, okay, don't you have this concept of Amy Shivan Kalkala? That you don't report back when it comes to Kalkala. So those are the two things that he did wrong. He didn't follow the Shlichos as exactly as instructed. He, ins- he had the crew of go and retrieve the coals for him. And, um, and number two, that he came back and reported. So what happened? Because, so Gabriel, like we said, was kicked out in Echariah Pargad. And instead, they put in his place, I see a Dubiel Sarah de Barsoi. So in came Teicha Pargod, right inside the Pargod, and Nechnas Teicha Pargod came Dubiel Sarah de Parsoi, the Persian Sar, and he was um, instituted in Gabriel's place. He served for 21 days. The Apostle says, says Daniel saying that I saw the Sar of Malchus Paras. That they were was was in right. It was there. I mean, lenegdi esrim echad yom for twenty one days. Vehine michal echad asarim harishayim balaz reini. Okay, um, and michal one of the sarim, one of the original sarim, came to uh, help me. Vaani noisarti sham eitz amalchei paras. I was stuck there, uh, talking, you know, dealing with this malchei paras. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Va, va, uh, uh, he's saying vaani. Nesarti Shum ate some Malchus. Had I stayed next to the Malchei Paras, Yehovale for all twenty-one days, Esrim Bechan Malke, they would have given the Malk, the the Malch, the Melech, the Sar, not the Melech, but the Sar of Paras. They would have given to him. You know, the Sar of what goes on in Shemayim corresponds to what the Malchus does on Earth. So, um, if so, he would have been given over the twenty-one 
21 different kingdoms, Uparivasa, the Meshahig, and the ports of Meshahig. Okay, so, anyways, while Daniel is in front of Dubiel, so Dubiel instructs him, Amar, he tells Daniel, right, the, the um, Sar of the Parsai, Kasibuli the Yisrael Bakarga. So he says, right, that the Jews were living under Persian rule. And he said, the Tsar the of, of Persia, the Dubiel, told Daniel that you have to write in a law that the Bnei Yisrael have to pay that karga. That's a, a tax, like a head tax. Kosfule. So Daniel went ahead and, and wrote that, okay, Bnei Yisrael have to pay the head tax. Ksivuli Rabbanon ba'karga. He said specifically, I insist, Dubiel said, that you write that the Rabbanon have to pay this tax. Kosfule. So he went ahead and... Daniel wrote that. So he wrote it down. So when he was going to go ahead and sign it, so when, when this decree that the Rabbanon are going to have to pay this Akarga, the head tax, so Gabriel stood up, even though he was uh, excommunicated, he was kicked out from the Pargod, but he still stood up in defense and he said, Right? Shavlochem, like it's not, uh, it's not good, it, it, it's not good for you to do this to the mashkim kum. Okay, the early risers, mecher shavis, who stay up late. Oichel lechem atzavim to eat the sad bread. Ken yitain liyadaday shana. Okay, that they give liyadaday shana means sleep. So my ken yitain liyadaday shana. What does that mean? Amar Yitzchak elin shasem tatami dechachamim shemenadadays shina ba'lamazeh. That they stay up waiting for their husbands, they, they lose sleep. So what he's saying is, he invokes the schus of the Rabbanon, right, that they were going to uh, enforce this tax on the Rabbanon. He invokes the schus, Gabriel goes and invokes the schus of the nisheh, that the wives of the Rabbanon, that go ahead and they uh, sacrifice for, for the Rabbanon. And therefore, um, so they lose, they lose sleep. Okay, but yet, so the other Malachim did not listen to Gabriel. They didn't intervene on this, uh, on the, the signing, at the signing ceremony for this tax. Amr Lefanov, Rabbeinu Shalom. So Gabriel went ahead and said, Rabbeinu Shalom, he, he petitioned the Rabbeinu Shalom directly. He said, In yiyu kol If you took all the righteous people and put them on one side of the scale, and you put Daniel on the second side, <laughs> wouldn't he be greater, right? Wouldn't he even all, all of them out? So how could you go ahead and not allow Daniel, or allow Daniel to go ahead and be a conduit to affect this tax on the Rabbanon? Who is this that's being Malamid Tzchus for my children? Gabriel says, ah, it's Gabriel. So then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he said, okay, allow him back in. It says, Okay, so like we said, that was how we got to the Vani Basi that Gavriel said that he invoked Daniel, the fact Daniel's greatness, and that was what uh, enabled him to get back inside of the Nichnas to be Nichnas Teichapargut after he was kicked out. Amar Luhu. So he said to them, okay, Amar Luhu. So they said, Lael, right, let him in. So I guess whoever was guarding the, whoever guards the Pargut, they told him, let, let, let Gabriel in. Ayeluhu, they, they let him in. Also, Ashkel Dubiel. So he found Dubiel, So he saw, he came, he got back into the Paragod one when Dubiel was holding this, this decree, this letter, but that, that had the decree about the taxes. Gabriel wanted to grab it away from Dubiel. So Dubiel swallowed it. 
Some say that it, the, the decree was written, but it wasn't yet signed. Or some say it was actually signed, which means that the Rabbanon would all have to pay this tax. Uh, but when he swallowed it, okay, that he, it, was, it was erased. I know the Malkus of the Pras, and therefore, since it was written, it was either written and not signed, or it was signed, but the ink was uh, um, the ink was, uh, got erased. So karga, and that's why it's something that's uh, uh, spottingly spot, spottingly enforced in the uh, Persian uh, kingdom that some of the Rabbanon do have to. Sometimes they do have to give the tax. Sometimes they don't. I, okay, after I fought the, uh, the Sar of Persia, says Gabriel, and then after we dealt with the Persian people, we had the problems with the Sar of Yavon, and uh, that, Evi, Evi, Veleka, Da Ashkach Bey. Gabriel says, I was very, very scared, but nobody listened to me. Okay. Um, okay, or, right, so we brought in Daniel. Uh, to talk about that it's an Enoi, right? Getting back to our mission over here. And now we have another, another way we know, how do we know Rechitza? So we said, right, we had one answer. We said Vesach definitely means we see that, that um, Daniel, we said yesterday, was Mekabel Lehesa'anois. He was Mekabel Avelos on himself. And therefore, he was saying one of the ways he was Mekabel Avelos was that he, did, he was not Sach, right? He didn't go ahead and use um, a smear oil on him, moisturizer, okay? So, and then we said, how do we know Rechitza? That Rechitza is in Enoi, and we said, we look at the, the word, it says, V'sach le'sachti. Okay, so it's a double lashon refers to Rechitza. Now we have an Iba Yisema. Second answer is, Rechitza de Ikri Enoi. How do we know that Rechitza is considered an Enoi, that not uh, holding back from washing is considered an Enoi? And all mehacha from the following Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Yasar HaKayin, Amar HaMelech. So Shlema told Evyasar, Anasos lech, go to the city of Anasos. Al sadecha to your field. Ki ish mavas ata v'yoyim hazeh lo yamitzcha. You are a dead man. However, I'm not going to kill you. Why? Why does Shlomo say that he's not going to kill Avyasar? Because kinasasa. Now this is when he turned against the Malchus, but he says kinasasa is Aaron Hashem lifnei David Avi. You carried Aaron Hashem before um, David, my father. V'chi and because hisanis. That when my father was running away from Avshalom and he was on the lamb, and um, he he had uh, so he was he was in a matzav of pain, so you went ahead and joined him. Okay, so that's what it said about about David, and he was saying that you have you also joined David in this, and it said we, we say that what happened to these what happened to the army of David Ra'av means milachem. Vitzama mimayim. Oyef mimai. What does it mean? Oyef la mirechitza. Okay, and therefore we say we see that that when David was in, in a matziv of pain, that oyef um, and how is that that was signified by oyef? And we're saying oyef means rechitza. So the Gemara says no. Mechetesi that oyef that it was weary that I didn't wash. Vidoma minilas hasanda. Maybe it's that he didn't wear shoes. Ella amar of Yitzchak mehacha. Because the pasuk says, "Mayim karim al nefesh ayefa." Okay, "Mayim al nefesh" would be rechitza, right? Washing. So, then what do we do for a weary soul? "Mayim karim," we put on, right? We wash him. The dilma mishisia. Maybe it's talking about that he was thirsty. 
So Gemara says, inside nefesh al nefesh Again, rechisa is on the body, not as opposed to drinking, which goes inside. Okay, so that's where we know, that's where we're able to uh, solidify that ayefa means rechitza, okay, and that's how we know that holding back from rechitza is an inui. So how do we know Nilas Hasandal is going to be us? The Pasuk says, David went up to the Malas Hazesim, he went up and he was crying, okay, and his head was, uh, right, that um, his head was uh, un- uncovered, okay, and he went, what does it mean, Yachef? What does it mean that he went uh, empty or bare? Mimai la sandal. What does it mean? It means that he wasn't wearing shoes, and therefore we see that again when we're describing David in a matzav of Inoy, we're saying he wasn't wearing shoes. So we see not wearing shoes is an Inoy. So vadilma misusya umartaka. Maybe it means that he was empty. He didn't have. He was bare. He didn't have a horse. He didn't have his whip. Who says it's shoes? Ela amar av nachman bar yitzchak mehalcha. We know it from the following passage. It says leich. Open up the sack that's on your loins, and take off your shoes from your feet. Okay, so he went arum unclothed. So what does it mean that he went without clothes and bare? What would sound like without shoes? So Gemara says, okay, well, maybe that really means, maybe it doesn't really, he, he went without shoes. It means, maybe he means he went without proper shoes. Maybe he went with like patched shoes, that they weren't like good shoes. Because if you want to tell me that Yachef, bear, means not wearing any shoes at all, so then you have to say, what is Aram? Then you have to say that unclothed means he went with no clothes at all. And that can't be. El Begadim Buluyim. So we, we're not going to say that he took off his clothes and it, was, it wasn't, to be inui is not to be unclothed. It's to wear, you know, not proper clothes. So to el begadim beluyim, we're talking about they, he wore begadim that were worn out. Also improper um, shoes, that they were patch shoes and it doesn't really mean, the yachef doesn't really mean barefoot and we have no raya for nil sasando. So I'm yitzhak mehacha. We learn it from the past, um, from the from the following pasuk, mini raglech miyachef, begrenech mitzama, mini atzmech menachet. That we say, we say, hold back. One who holds back, you hold back your feet from or your shoes from your feet, right? Going barefoot, begrenech mitzama, mini atzmech menachet, kedeshul yavo raglecha liday yichef. And what the pasuk is saying is, hold back yourself from doing. From doing chatoim, from doing sins, averis, because if you do the averis, then you'll end up having to go into gullus, and in gullus you're not going to wear, um, you're not gonna, you're going to end up having no shoes, okay? And that's how we know mini raglech miyachef. So that's how we know a yachef that we refer to by David refers to no shoes. Mini l'shenech midvarim betelim, okay? Hold back your speech from dvarim betelim kodesh alayavu granich sama, so it doesn't come to thirst. Okay, so now we discussed, how do we know, can we see all these psukim of Inoy in regards to Yachaf, and we, pro- we, we prove from Ani Raglech Miyachef that um, going barefoot is, <coughs> is an Inoy. Okay, so we had, so far we have Sicha, we have Rechitza, two, either we know, we know that Rechitza holding back from washing is 
um, is an inui from two places, either from Safle Sachti Madaniel or from the other Pasuk over here, um, either um, from the other Pasuk over here, where we said um, that we, we learned it from the, the story of uh, Evyasar. Okay, that Evyasar went with David and didn't watch, wash. Okay, and now we know from, also from David, from Yachif, barefoot means no shoes. Okay, so now we're going to want to know Tasha Shamita de Equiina. How do we know that Tasha Shamita, meaning holding back for Tasha Shamita, is considered an Inui? So Manolan, the Pasuk says by Laban, Imtane es benoisai, if you afflict my daughters, Imtigach Nashim al benoisai. So what does that mean, Imtane, the Imtigach Nashim? So Imtane, that means Mitashmish. So if you, if you hold back from Tashmish, that's considered an Inui, my daughters. Imtikach Mitzaris says that you will not love unmade Yaakov promise that he won't hold back Tashmish and that he won't uh, take additional wives. So we say that Imtana is talking about Tashmish. Maybe both of them are Tzaris. Okay, so maybe it's saying Imtana, it says you won't, you won't afflict them by taking Tzaris and you promise that you won't take Tzaris. Okay? Miksiv Imtikach Imtikach. So, because if it, if it would have, if we didn't have the vav there, then we would say that the, it's both referring to the same thing. Imtana and imtikach is both referring to taking tsaras, and that would both be what Lavan, uh, both of them would be what, what Lavan made Yaakov promise. However, since it says vim, so it's saying imtana refers to one thing. Vim tikach, vim tikach is pretty clear that it's tsaras. So imtana must be something else. Maybe you could say that, no, we want to say because it's ve'im, it's, it's adding something. Maybe they're both, Lavan is making Yaakov promise both in regards to, both of these promises are regards to Saras. That Imtana is saying that you promise that you won't upgrade one of the other wives, right? That we're talking about here that Yaakov had four wives. So he's promising that, he, that, the, that Lavan made him promise that Rachel and Leah would always be the primary wives. And that he won't or new wives, right? And maybe it's both imtana and imtikach are both referring to taking tsaras, additional wives. And what we're saying is, Laman may Yaakov promise, don't upgrade, don't don't take the the shifchas and make them primary wives. You won't promise me you won't do that to my daughters, and promise me that you won't take additional wives from somewhere else. So the Gemara says because that wouldn't make any sense. Miksib imtikach imtana. That which one's which one's worse? Which one's worse? What's worse is to take new wives. So then, if it says imtikach, it doesn't say imtikach. That it would have said that first, right? It would have said Lavan would have said, "Promise me that you won't take new wives on, on, in addition to my daughters, and promise me that you won't even upgrade the other current wives that are there." It's much worse to add new ones to the picture. So it doesn't say miksiv imtikach imtana, imtanev imtikach siv. It says imtanev imtikach. And if, if, what you, if what you're saying is correct, they're all terrorists, then it doesn't make any sense because why would you say, promise me you won't upgrade the current wives and won't even take new wives? No, it's much worse to take new wives. So LMI imtana must be referring to something else and it must be referring to Tashmish. So, okay. So Amalei Repapa Labai, Repapa says Tabai, Hatashmish Gufa Ikriyine. Says, what, how could you tell me that holding back from Tashmish is considered an Inui? We see that Tashmish itself, the act of Tashmish is an Inui. As the Pasuk says, that 
Shechem went ahead and kidnapped Dina. Right? And what did he do? What do we know that Shechem did to, to Dina? That he, he was Nibbler. Okay? That he was... Uh, so therefore, we see that Tashmish itself is called an Inui. So how could you tell me that holding back from Tashmish, not, doing, not having Tashmish on Yom Kippur, is an Inui? So, now it's interesting... Uh, so, 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 this says, no, that what did Shechem do? That he caused her because he had Tashvish with her once, so then she was Misava, she desired to have more Tashvish, and then he, didn't, he held back. Okay, and that is the Ya'ana that he did to Dina. Now, it's interesting, that's one Lashon Arashi. Second Lashon Arashi is Shaloi Kedarka, that he was boil her Shaloi Kedarka, but he says that that wouldn't make any sense because if so, you would have to say, you'd have to say that that, that that can't be referring to what the Vianel of Shechem is, because if so, then we have no Raya that Tashmish is Enoi, right? It's specifically for B'yash uh, Kedarka, which, okay, which interestingly, when we look in Rashi, Rashi here brings both Pshatim, and he says that the Shalai Kedarka option won't work with this Gemara, and right, it, can, it doesn't work. However, when you look at Rashi and Chumash, Rashi does say that what is Vayishka Vayisavayaneha, Rashi and Chumash says it's B'yash Kedarka. So the answer that for, because really we're learning it, right? We're asking Akasha from here. And therefore, Rashi is just saying, you can't say that Vayaneha, that shot here, okay? Because, um, because you can't say that shot here because it'll slug up a raya that maybe Inui needs to be Shlokadarka. However, they say that really by Lavan, if there's, we're two different things. We're talking about Shechem being Boyaldina Shlokadarka, Lavan versus Yaakov telling him, don't be, um, uh, don't, don't, don't do Inuit to my daughters, right? That Lavan knew that Yaakov was a tzaddik and he wouldn't, wouldn't, chayshet, he wouldn't be chayshet him on Bishlakadarka, and therefore it must be when he was referring to Intana by Yaakov, it must be regular Tashmish. Okay, um, next. Tana Rabbah. Okay, let's go. We're going to go into now and discuss some of the dinim of Rechitza, washing on Kippur. Also, Lerchitz Mikhtsas Gufai, Kichol Gufai. So he says, right, the Bryce says that it's usher to wash mikzas gufai. You're not allowed to wash even, it's not just that it's usher to take a shower or a bath, but you can't even wash partial. You can't even wash partial limbs. However, if it is malukhluk, if it's dirty, it's not considered hana. You can go ahead and you can wash. If your hands are dirty, you can wash off the dirt from your hands. However, usher lasuch mikzas gufai. Similarly, when we talk about sicha, we say it's usher to smear, right? To put moisturizer on even one part of your body, just like it's usher to do sicha for your entire body. If he's sick, or he had some sort of pain in his head, now it's just interesting here, they still on the lashon, when it came to what's the heter for washing, we said, you don't have to be a chayla. We just said it's malochloch. However, when it came to Shemen said So it sounds like the bar to be able to to be sach is is hot. It's, it's the same reason. It's so well, it's not it, for so the, that's one that's one way of learning it, and um, that's that's the way Tesis learns on Amad Aleph. The bottom Tesis over here, he goes through and he goes through. He asks actually the kasha of sachle sachti. Okay, and he goes. Um, and that's, that's the way Tosis explained it, but the Yerushalmi, and it seems like the people on Rashi and the Ramam this way, uh, uh, that they do do shtel on this Lashem. That since we say, uh, that in order to 
be in order to be sach on Yom Kippur, you have to be uh, in a matzah of chayla, as opposed to uh, you're allowed to wash something off if it's dirty. Um, so you, I think that's exactly what that's exactly what the machlekes is. Do we say that the bar is the same for both or not? The lashon of the pasha lashon of the brayses seems to be mashma not like tesis, but um, obviously tesis argues. Okay, Tana the Tana Menasha Rishimeng Amlil Eimer Medicha Isha Yada Achas B'Mayim that a woman is allowed to wash one of her hands V'Noisenes Pas Latinuk in order to give bread to the Tinuk V'Ena Choshesheis and we don't have to be concerned about Rechitz on Yom Kippur Amar Lo Rashi Meizakin Shleretzal Hachal Biyada Achas Rashi Meizakin did not want to give bread he was Choshesh now and Rashi says that it's a it's a Ruach Ra the Gazer Love well I'll just finish over Rashi Meizakin Shalei and he said, right, that the Shammai said he's, he's going to give over the bread, he's going to wash both his hands when he gives over the bread. My time, Shivta. So Shivta is a Ruach Ra, okay. Um, Rashi in Divya Rachel Medicha says, Lafi Sheruach Ra Sherel Alechem Hanilkach Biadayim Shalonitlan Shachris, Bishem Ashed Shivta. Okay, Rashi seems to be saying that this washing the hands is like from the time they woke up because of the shift. It's the same ruach ra that you can't give, you can't give um, bread because if you don't wash your hands in the morning. Taisa says no. That of course you're allowed to wash your hands in the morning for that ruach ra. That ra, that's no different than maluchlis betit which we said that you're allowed to wash your hands for. It's dirty. Um, however, he says that what's what's this washing? This is for a different ruach that that it had. There was some sort of uh, ailment that uh, ruach ra that could come. They had in those days. Rashi says it's not, it's not a gay anymore. Just like we don't, we don't, we don't keep up with zugais. Remember zugais from the or or uh, or, gi, or giloi, right? Leaving things uncovered. That all these ruach ruas aren't shayre anymore. So we are neg to wash our hands. Um, but uh, it's, it seems like in those days specifically there was something that for a child, a ben dalad ben hey, there was a specific sort of ruach ra. Um, that was sure that it would come down and it would cause children to choke if they were given bread without the hands being washed properly. So we see here, from Shimon Gamaliel said that you can, a woman can wash one of her hands and do it and, and give the bread over, but Shammai Zakin said he was mocked with two. Okay. Let's say somebody on Yom Kippur is going to greet his father or his Rebbe or somebody who's greater than him. That, again, we're coming off of Rechitza, we're saying that he can go until his neck. So the following Shadow was asked, the Rabbi Talmud Mai. What about, can a Rebbe go to his Talmud? Okay? That's the other way around. We know that a Talmud can go to his Rebbe, go to Tzavar Mai, we don't have a problem with Rechitza. What about the other way around? I saw that he went to Rechia, his Talmud on Yom Kippur. That seemed to answer it. However, Ravashi Amar, he says, no, you got it wrong. No, that was really, he went to go visit his Rebbe. And since we only know about visiting his Rebbe, so we have no raya whether a, a Rav can visit his Talmud. Rav allowed on, and we saw this by Shabbos, that on Shabbos you're allowed to go to the edge of the border to watch over your fruits. That we said it's only, it's only an Isser uh, to talk, right? But, but to go watch your fruits. So he allowed him, even on Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, he allowed him to cross over water, even though they were going to get wet, to watch his fruits. So we see we have a, a Bryson that says that the Shemir Paris are allowed to go 
up to their neck in water. Bein chayshish, we're not going to be chayshish again for rechitz on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yosef Sharalah, Levnei Beit Tarbu. Rabbi Yosef allowed the people of Beit Tarbu, Lemeber B'maya, Lemesi Leperka, to come to the drasha. In those days, they gave a drasha on Yom Kippur. So he allowed them to come through water, even though it's going to be a problem, could be a problem of rechitz, allowed them to come through water to come to the drasha, Lemezel, Leisharalah. However, to go back home, he did not allow them to come. Abai said, No, you have to let them go back, because then they're not going to come to hear the drasha. They won't come the Chachila if they're not going to be allowed to go home. Or we some say that Rav Yosef allowed them. He allowed them to come to the Drasha and to go back home. So Abayi questioned him. He said, I understand why you allowed them. Why are you allowed them, you're allowing them to come to the Drasha? Why are you allowing them to go home? And then Rav Yosef answered, Fine. Rav Yehuda, Rav Shmuel, Rav Yehuda, Havokaymi, Aguda, Denahar. Um... Pras, right, that they were standing on the riverbank of the Nar. Pras, Amabra de Chatzadad, okay, near the, the, the Chatzadad intersection. So you had Rav Yehuda and Rav Shmuel, Rav Yehuda were on one side, and Rav Papa uh, was on the other side. Ramalu Kola, and um, uh, he, Rav Papa went ahead and he said, Hey, am I allowed to? I have some Shilohs in the Gemara, am I allowed to cross the river to come to you? I'm a Rav Yehuda. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda responded, Rabbi Shmuel, on Yom Kippur. Yeah. So Amalu, again, the problem here is Rechitza, right? That's the issue. Amalu, Rabbi Yehuda responded, Rabbi Shmuel, he said that you are allowed to go ahead and come across the river. However, don't take your hands from under your seams. Okay? You know, so we don't want it to appear as if you're lifting up, so it looks like carrying. Like Masoi, so therefore we don't lift up your, your clothing because it looks like you're carrying your clothing, not wearing it. We don't carrying clothing, that would be Asr. So, Igad the Ami, Amadei Rabbi Shmuel, Barab Yehuda. Right, there are other Rishonim that learn it. it's a Schita issue, but Rashi says it's a carrying issue. Igad the Ami, Amadei Rabbi Shmuel, Barab Yehuda, so that it wasn't, it wasn't Rabbi Yehuda, it was Rabbi Shmuel, Barab Yehuda, who said Tanina, right, there's just a, a difference. So who said it? Again, you can't take your your hands from under the seam. So again, so it shouldn't appear as if you're carrying your baguette. How is a person allowed to cross on his neck? Right? We said that until your neck, you can go, you can go in mine. What do you mean? How could you do this? Even b'chol, it's aser. It's sakana. Now if you remember, this was in Yechesko, we had this in Shkolem. We talked about the water that it came, right, it came off of the, out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and then it increased. We'll get to that in a second. But I have at each thousand feet, he went away from the Beis HaMikdash, it got deeper. Right, it was called Me'afasim, which means ankle deep. So we see that, we see that from the fact that the Navi is saying, that he was put into this water, we see that a person is allowed to go through water that's ankle deep. Another, after another thousand amas, there was knee water, right? It was knee deep. Then he measured another thousand amas. That was water up to, up to, the, up to the hips, up to the loins. That after that point, right, once it got above the waist, so we, it, the Navi is saying that water I could no longer go through. So Marabaya, Shani Nachal, no, he says that's because it was a Nachal. Shani Nachal, Duradifi Maya, that it was rapids. Okay? Yachol Yavirene Ubisichui, 
right? And that's where we're going back. And the Navi says, I, I would have thought maybe I could swim through that water. Okay, that the water is swelled, which are meishachu, my meishachu, shiyuta, means swimming. Okay, because shaita is called saicha, and saicha is swimming. And what we're saying is that they were rushing waters, and the Yechaskel was saying he couldn't swim through them. But again, that was because it was rushed. That's because the waters were rushing. Okay, they were rapids, not because it was still water. Still water, you could, you could go up to your neck. So maybe... Cheskel was saying, I thought maybe I could go with a boat, a small boat, Tamalomer, Baltelech by Shayat. Okay, that you can't go with a Shayat. Yachol Yavirene Biborni Gedele. Maybe I can go with a big boat, Tamalomer, but Tziadir, mighty ships, Lo Yavirenu, were unable to traverse this body of water. May Mashem, Katagar, Rabbi Yosef, Lo Tezobe, Bisfina, Sidon. You can't even go with big fishermen boats, Borni, Rabasi, great, large boats, Lo Tegu Zena. You cannot cross this river. Even this, this water, even the Malachamavas won't be able to go through. From wandering in the, that's, that's the, the, um, the, uh, um, the Malachamavas saying that he's Mishait Ba'aretz, right? He's wandering around the land and he's saying, uh, that he was unable to swim this water. So like, if you remember, this is a direct uh, copy that, of, of a Gemara we had in Shkalem. That the Mayan that went, left the beginning, it was like snails, uh, little snails antenna. Okay, so it was really, really thin. Like very, very thin uh, uh, cracks that dripped out very, very thin. Okay, then it got a little thicker, which were the vertical strings of the loom. Right, the strings that go across those are a little thicker. When it got to the Pesach Hazar, it was like uh, water spilling out of a little container. Water like that comes from a pach. Will eventually will come from the from the from under the threshold of the Besamekdash. <coughs> what happened after they turned into Mayim Mefachim? Right after water, as if it's like spilling from a pach. That the waters continued to increase until in in in, in strength in, in flow in flow flowage. Right, how much it flowed. Okay, that it, it turned into a stream, a flowing stream. Or it will, right? It will that that will, that they'll be able to wash in it in this stream. and as the pasuk says, that in there will be this mikar, right? This this mayan will be open, will open up. And what do we learn from here? The fact that this is lenida. mikan remes lenida. So we're saying that it's going to become this this big uh, flowing body of water, and like we said, up to up to the neck. So mikan ramaz lenida that she has to be able to sit up until her neck in water. Okay, the last hilchasakavase. Right, that even though it's forty saw, even if you have a mikvah that's forty saw, it needs to be vertic- vertically tall enough to be able to where she can sit up to her neck. And we say the halacha is not like that, meaning that as long as it's mem saw, we don't care how the woman can cover herself; 
Shivan, in order to get washed, she has to cover herself. But what we're saying is, does she have to, does the water have to be vertically tall enough for her to be able to sit to her neck sitting? <coughs> we don't hold of that, we hold that. As long as it's Memsa, even if she would have to lie down, then uh, it's a cushion for a mikvah. All right? It's very, very late. I'm not going to do it. I'll send out the review sheets again.